0: Tomorrow.com is this tomorrow.com is this tomorrow.com is this tomorrow, is not a remake, of that cult classic, Gilligan's Island Gone Wild, with hard-coded Romanian subtitles, found briefly on various torrent sites in October 2013, is this tomorrow, is not a manual, for the production of War Ugandan Gin, using bananas stolen from the back of a truck. Park behind President's supermarket on Federal Highway, Is This Tomorrow, is not a 1971 Dodge Charger, Is This Tomorrow, is a weekly web comic, designed and produced by Kelly Shane, and Woody Compton, Is This Tomorrow, pokes fun at the rise of fascism in the United States ha 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 is this tomorrow will not make you feel better but it will also not make you feel better available at is this tomorrow.com is this tomorrow.com is this tomorrow.com
1: patreon stuff out of the way then we'll introduce you i don't know if barry told you but but you are to speak only when spoken to yeah no i'm just kidding uh once i you know
2: one important thing to know is yeah <laughs> if if you want to break in just start talking over us and one of us will we'll and we'll shut stop. up we'll yeah. shut up immediately we're, yeah, yeah. So,
1: oh yeah. i've heard the podcast <laughs> okay good you know the deal so you know how it works and it works rather shambolic but yeah. uh yeah oh i love it all right are we doing it we're done man we're on all right, welcome everyone to another episode of That Record Got Me High. That is Barry Stock. That is Rob Elba. And before we get to anything, well, first of all, we have a Patreon shout-out. We have a brand new patron. Uh, Barry, do you know who it is?
2: Yeah, because I sent um, that patron a um, a... Personalized message this uh, week. It's uh, Bobby Joe. Bobby Joe, our welcome guest. Bobby
1: Joe being a new patron. I sent her a message too, so she so we uh, doubled right. up on. Hopefully, Bobby
2: we jo. didn't contradict each other in our messaging. You all know.
1: right, and another exciting thing. Our first uh, that record got me high giveaway. We uh, we did it tonight. Uh, Barry's wife Susan was the witness. We chose. We we lined up all the three dollar or more patrons, and we randomly chose. A winner, and the winner this uh, of the uh, Bill Orkut Odds Against Tomorrow signed vinyl, which is Barry. You know that vinyl's not even available anymore in his site; it's sold I know, out, right? So we got a signed vinyl, right? Uh, Bill Orchid, Odds Against Tomorrow. The winner is Ken Grebe.
2: Ken Grebe, congratulations, Ooh. Ken! Congratulations,
1: Ken. you're the winner. We'll I'll, I'll, get that um, to you.
2: I bring it to you down at the
1: Sportsman's yes. Lounge, and Chris. You hear Chris groan? <laughs> I thought I was. <laughs> yeah. so let's get. I, 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 I have that I have the record, so I'm. Not oh, do you? Too, not okay, good. But but do you have it? Is it signed yeah, by? See, Bill Orkut, yeah, don't,
2: yeah, well, go we'll rub it you in. You know what? If <laughs> you send it here, we'll make a signature that looks like Bill Orkut and, and yeah, send it back to you.
1: Um, okay, so that other voice you're hearing is our guest. Uh, so who is our guest? In- introduce yourself. Sir.
3: Oh, uh, my name is Chris White. Um, I've uh, been a long-time listener and uh, first-time uh, guest. Thank you for having me. Um, you know, uh, I just want to get something out of the way real quick. Um, not only thanks for having me, but, uh, you know, I'm a... I'm I'm a fan. I've listened to every single one of these podcasts, except really? for one. Except oh. for one. Oh, let's. Oh, I'm and wondering which one. I already it. know
1: which one. He's, so, he's your friend, Barry. So I already know which one he didn't listen to because he's your friend.
3: And um you, know, you won't. You probably won't guess correctly. But really, I won't. All right, guess. So uh, <laughs> I'm going to guess you didn't listen
2: to um,
3: Soul album.
2: No, I'm not going to guess you didn't listen to the Howard Jones.
3: No. Oh. Fully, fully listen to that one. Ah.
2: Let's see what what did Chris. So what what artist do you dislike so intensely <laughs> that
1: you wouldn't even listen? to? That You wouldn't even
2: listen to the. Uh... <laughs> you'll just have
3: to. You'll just have to. Totally right. oh, oh, yeah, he won't even tell us. That's, uh, okay. it's, it's better that way. Let's wow. leave it hanging. But okay. it's
1: not it's not either of our guesses though. So okay. well, and, and was the reason
3: and
2: was the reason you didn't listen to it simply for pure animosity.
3: Uh, not purely. Mostly, <laughs> I just don't. I, I think the record you actually picked was a good, a good, uh, a good choice by that band for, in particular. Uh, I just don't need to hear any more people talk about that band.
1: Ah, oh, oh, okay. okay, that changes it. All right, well, All good. Right. Let's keep it. I like it better than But anyway, not a,
3: uh, I am also a patron. I'm proud to be a patron. I'm very happy. You guys, uh, very happy to put my money where your mouth is. Um, <laughs> well, we appreciate that, Chris. Yeah, and so, yeah, I, we
2: should yeah. say we should say that to our patrons. Thanks to our patrons, and also our sponsor. Um, Is this tomorrow a weekly web comic?
1: Yeah, he gets enough. Come on, how much? How many times can we mention? Is this tomorrow? What do he What do he knows? He gets mentioned. Uh, uh, so, Chris, you. Uh, I
2: was gonna say <laughs> go ahead. before you just unnecessarily totally blurted in. Him. <laughs> You're right. The. Um, we bought a new piece of equipment this week and are using it to record our show. So we have we should we have a Zoom multi-track recorder. Oh, um,
1: yes, it's going to make things so much so much more. It's uh,
2: already so much more better yeah, because easier we can, for Barry mostly.
1: <laughs> yeah, but it, no, I think it's going to sound great.
2: And it'll no, it'll make the show sound better. Awesome, so awesome. It now, won't make that been us any
1: more
3: patron money.
2: It has yeah.
1: patron yeah. and is this tomorrow money? yeah. that's so right. We did so. Th- this is it. We're moving on up to the big time.
3: Right. Um, so next next you'll be flying guests in. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've, I've
2: actually yeah, we've actually coming. talked about you know going to how far we we go to we drive to,
1: but you, you never know. Anyway,
3: I, I had one more thing I wanted to say before we get really started. I just want to thank you guys also for um, just uh, promoting this uh, whole record culture. Oh yeah, you know I mean we live in such a playlist DJ mixtape world, and I'm totally guilty of that as well, and just listening to the podcast and just getting back into full records and really you know it's it's you know it's been wonderful a really good thing
1: and you're right it is kind of old school now to listen because that's how we i mean people of a certain age that's what we grew up on we grew up on the record the album buying the album and like digging into a whole album but now it's uh, obviously more about sometimes the single or the song. So, yeah, yeah, I appreciate that, Chris. Thank you so much. Yeah, cool. You're, I already like Chris b- better than most of your other friends from tennessee <laughs> already, Barry. All right, um, enough fast <laughs> kissing. <laughs> okay. So you're in Niceville now? Sorry,
2: Mike Coleman. Sorry, Josh Clemens. We yeah, uh, yeah, Better yeah. luck next you're time.
1: You're dead to me. Yeah, Chris <laughs> is the new. Uh, so you're um, in uh, Niceville now, correct? Yes,
3: I moved from uh, New York. Uh, the Town So Nice They Named It Twice, to Niceville, The Town So Nice They Named It Niceville.
1: Uh-huh. Ah, yeah. so is, is Niceville, is not, I've, I've met some people from Niceville and they've seemed p- pretty nice, so I mean, does it it's, live up to its, its name?
3: It's a nice place to live. <laughs> there you go.
1: And I noticed, Chris, you have a blog, Grotto of Miracles is your blog, right? Oh
3: yeah, Grotto of Miracles. Yeah, I, I, it's, a, it's one I revived, I had it a long time ago and then like took it. I mean, literally like a ten-year hiatus on it. Okay, or something nice. crazy like that. Awesome. I yeah, yeah so a kid you could, uh, and, you know.
1: Yeah, you could Google and, Grotto of Miracles, and I noticed you had a best of 2019 list that you just put out. And yes. actually, I in reading the bands, it definitely aligns with our aesthetic. I think me and Barry's aesthetic. I've, obviously, a lot. Yeah, of that's not surprising. Stuff that. on there, and then, but also some stuff I'd never heard of as well. So that's cool.
2: All right, but what are we talking about? Right, we haven't, we don't even know. We've been
1: going on and on and on. What are we talking about tonight? What did you bring to that record got me high table, Chris?
3: Uh, Well, I brought the uh, 1993 lo-fi classic One Sock Missing by the Memphis,
1: Tennessee band, The Grifters.
2: And are they the Grifters or just Grifters?
1: alternately the or just okay. right right cuz i've I seen it both it, but perfectly fine. on their albums it seems like they were, they were just more grifters, so maybe originally that's what they wanted but yeah i've definitely seen it's, both it's it's
2: like dead kennedys or the dead kennedys good yeah, luck yeah i mean you know, does it really matter say, it doesn't right. really
4: matter
1: so these guys they were all right so they were around in the in the 90s they were an indie rock band i've definitely heard of them but i never honestly this is the first time i ever really uh, took a good listen to them, and uh, they were, as you said, they were from Memphis. So, when did they come across your radar? Did they come across your radar like when they were around in the nineties?
3: Yeah, in '93, I, I discovered them, or they discovered me, or however you want to, you know, parse that out. Uh, the, the, this record, in particular, came across uh, my desk as a music director at the radio station in Tallahassee, WBFS.
4: Ah, um, okay.
3: As, as, you know, as a music director, I was very privileged to be able to listen to tons of music all day and um you know really you know immerse myself in, in a lot of that so um, this is one of those records that you know it's just been a lifelong
2: just, stick, do you still have your the me. promo copy that you heisted from the station
3: uh um, no comment. <laughs> uh, do you have, like a bunch of like those radio, no, they have that whole thing on Come it, the radio on, thing. Man. Come on, man.
1: Um, all right. So they were on sub pop. Uh, they were also on, they were on a bunch of labels. They were on uh doink and sonic noise, but the big, the one most people know is, uh, they were on sub pop. And right. so this was their second record, right? This is their
3: second record. And the first for uh, a local label called Shangri-La. Um, and Shangri-La was also a record store. Um, and, uh, they were very synonymous with the label, um, you know, being they're really responsible for bringing uh, a lot of attention to Shangri-La, as well as the studio they recorded in in Memphis, Easley McCain. Um, you know, we were making some analogies and, you know, there's a, kind of an easy, you know, maybe it's a crooked line, but it's an easy line from from Alex Chilton and Big Star to the Grifters being both Memphis bands. Oh, right, um, right. Definitely. The Grifters, I would definitely say the Grifters are to Shangri-La and and easily what Big Star was to Ardent. Um, Lots of bands, after you know, either touring with the Grifters or you know hearing them or coming across them in some way, were tempted to go down to to easily. They they were big fans and and, uh, they would they would promote the 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 studio a lot. So, um, you know. Guided yeah. by Voices, and pavement, and yeah, you know, I was just th- 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 gonna say, standard. I would,
1: I would say people who weren't familiar, I would say if you're a fan of like Guided by Voices, pavement, also repl- replacements, replacements, for sure, um, Sebado, Red Cross, uh, you would definitely well, like. I think that, guys. and
2: the, I think the problem for, and Rob and I just discussed this briefly before the show, breaking the rules, but that's how it goes. Was that <laughs> they were sure. they were making fantastic '80s alternative American music right after grunge hit which sort of this there was this just giant wave of you know this thing hit the shore and it was made it very difficult for anybody not doing that to sort of make an impression so what they were doing was um, you know great alternative music um, and alternative rock but it wasn't that didn't have that metal edge of grunge And um, so I think that probably, I hate to say, you know, it limits your, it limited their scope, but that's maybe why I didn't hear them either, was because we forget what a huge impact, you know, Nirvana's hitting
3: the, well, they, they eclipsed that, that whole thing eclipsed the sun. So everybody sort of was focused solely on that for, you know at least a year and a half to yeah two, two years, years. 90, yeah 90, 91 92 yeah um you know and so yeah i mean all these bands were kind of they benefited from that for for sure but they also um had to we kind of wait their turn if you will yeah um so, so that stuff sort of you know started coming down i mean you know you mentioned grunge and all that stuff i mean you know, obviously being at the radio station we were huge and early you know fans of nirvana um you know and and when the the record uh, came out when Nevermind came out. I mean, we played the crap out of it and we loved it. And, um, but you know, part of why I love this record is because, you know, we were definitely in 1993. We three we're definitely suffering from fatigue on the gr- on the grunge thing. Yes, and, and
1: this, grunge fatigue. That's a re- that right. was a real yeah, thing. Right. Yeah, and, this, and all those bands were yeah, getting
3: it, a grunge band would get get these h- m-
2: huge deals with major labels, and they'd make one record and it wouldn't sell, and they would be like, "All right, you know, we're out." Next. Yeah, and, th- yeah. And, th-
3: and this was earthy and real and noisy and oh yeah. Up I, and, I, I, was, know, I was I was thinking it didn't sound like any it didn't no, sound like anything else. It doesn't.
1: This is probably and, uh, and, one. One of the noisiest records we've done. I would say,
2: oh, I was, the, my comparison to it was, uh, well, Al, the Alex Chilton record.
1: Alex, oh, yeah, that, that crazy one, yeah. Like um, Flies on Sherbert. Like Flies on Sherbert. And, and um, uh, Swell Maps was also pretty Swell noisy. Swell Maps <laughs> is pretty
2: noisy. But, but this has its own sort of
1: reverby.
2: sounds like it was, rec- it, What I mean, I know, there's more finesse to it than that, but it does sound like guys in sort of an a, a echoey room with mics on their amps, and it sounds very live. Oh,
1: it does. Yeah, very organic. But I, I like it. I appreciate it, uh, listening to it, because it sounds off, very authentic, too. It didn't sound yeah, like sure. people trying to put, put on no. that thing. It's very no, no. authentic. You know, some of it actually reminded me of Nirvana, what Nirvana would have sounded like if they had just got drunk and produced themselves. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like in a, in a rehearsal. Yeah. Play. All right, well, so let's uh, – no, go ahead. Well, the ahead. other thing – and I'll
3: say the other thing they had going for them in terms of, you know, in, 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 similar to what bands from, you know, Athens or, or Seattle had is, is that isolation. I mean, Memphis, there was nothing coming out of Memphis at the time. Right,
1: right, right. That, right. Was,
3: that, that <laughs> yeah. was big. Right. So, you know, they were free – They you know, they had this uh, freedom to develop, you know, kind of without eyes on them. Um, they, and, and this is going kind of one of the reasons I picked this record, because you're, you're seeing that transition from, you know – a Uh, you know, a pure garage band to a band that's starting to make records and finding their voice. Right. Yeah. And then, Oh yeah. And the members like they're evolving from here, but this is, this is like literally the snapshot of them evolving. It's, you know to me i I just loved that aspect of it i mean obviously this is kind of you know it's more hindsight in the moment that's not why i started to love the record you know i just loved the way it sounded and it didn't it didn't sound like anything else to me at the time right right right. oh yeah
1: for sure and let's all right so let's get into it let's play the first track on this record and uh the first song on here is called bummer Obviously, Don't
2: adjust your speakers. The that was uh, yeah. yeah so. That's the way it sounds, and I, I, that is the way it sounds.
3: Absolutely. I actually
2: listened to it for the first time as I was driving home from us recording last week's episode with the Billy Eilish Bill Orcutt episode, and so I was so used to listening to this very perfectly produced pop
1: whispery record. <laughs>
2: yes, and then this is like the
1: complete opposite. Yeah,
2: and you know what else is? Well, you know what else is it? That song. That song. Starts off and it sounds like Gimme Shelter. It's got wow. the same vibe as Gimme Shelter. Gimme Shelter done by Squirrel Bait. That uh, was that? Yeah, it's good. No, that's <laughs> great. That's great.
3: It's you know, it, 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 There was a thing about the Grifters that, they, that stood them apart. I mean, obviously they're dark beyond, you know, yes. more so than a, than a Guided by Voices. But, um, well, and, and, and I'll get back to that real fast. But the thing, you know, speaking of Guided by Voices, is, you know, there's always been this, if the Guided by Voices were. The Beatles, let's say, of that world, yeah. You know, uh, the Grifters easily could have been the Stones. Yeah, exactly. And I'm not talking about. I understand. I'm right, not right. talking about early, early Stones. I'm talking about Altamont. Yeah, you know, oh, for I'm sure.
2: Talking
4: about, yeah, you know, it's got right, that Jimmy sound. It's, right.
2: and, it, and, and the thing, it just hit me. And also, the other, the other fi record that we did, of course, was um, "Guided by Voices," which was we did. Um, which one did we do? Uh, Propeller. 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 And so um, that's pretty much something you know. That was our yeah. our fi
3: Yeah, yeah, and, and roundup. Well, this won't this won't be the first Stones reference we have. If we, oh no, we go the yeah, record. for no, sure.
1: But uh, yeah, so, th- yeah, it's just very. I mean, it's very ballsy to put the first song on your record. Some of the guitars are clearly not completely in tune. Correct. But I always appreciate a band that could pull that off though because yes. it's not sometimes it's just like it, and the it's,
2: bass sounds like it has a not distortion it has a blown speaker yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: but it all just kind of works it sounds though. great it no works. it sounds yeah, fantastic it's, it's, it's rock it's and roll it's
3: very rock and roll so yeah. uh, you know the one thing that you, you know, as we get through the record you know there are some themes in this record that, that um i don't know how loose they are i mean when you when you start to really parse it out they're they're all through the record um hit us biggest because what's yeah, the problem the biggest,
1: what's the problem with the grifter's oh, lyrics oh you couldn't find any i couldn't find any lyrics, <laughs> yeah, on the, no lyrics. at all you yeah. sometimes you get you get excited you see the song and it says oh lyrics and i oh cool and i go to and go oh we oh, haven't sorry. found lyrics yet sorry
3: i <laughs> know <laughs> and, and, and it's not just this record it's every grifter's record it's cra- <laughs> okay, it, okay. it's actually crazy it i almost asked you to switch records because i was like i can't nah, find it.
2: we're big boys we can all right give us something give us you know what
3: they're saying yeah so, so no, um if there's a, there's an overarching thing through throughout this record, you know, it's it's one of being stuck, being stuck in your life, you know, ready to move forward, ah. you know, young, and and and. and just ready to fuck shit up, you know, and you just, right. you you can't. You, you don't know how. You don't even know how to be a human being properly uh, yet. Right, and yeah. You know, you've got all these things pulling yeah, at and, you. Me and Barry still haven't you know, figured that yeah, out.
1: Yeah, right, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
3: <laughs> you know, re- relationships, emotions, all these things. And, and that's just through all throughout this, this record, whether it's autobiographical or through characters they're describing. Right. And um, we should um, say, our, yeah, orbit, for people who don't, you know. orbit existed of a lot of people. Doing a lot of drugs.
2: Oh, okay. Well, that now makes a lot of sense, yes.
1: Well, I w- yeah, so, well, let's get, all right, let's get to the second song in this record, because speaking of a uh, blast of, uh, of noise and static, this is called She Blows Blast of Static.
2: They fake you out. That's not the only song on here where they... Yeah, where they
1: have the fake opening and then they go into another one. Now, all right, so you had mentioned something. Um, so, what? Are the, because basically it sounds like they were either very drunk or very stoned making a lot of this record. And I'm guessing that's kind of the true, right? That's kind of the case. Because if it's not, I call bullshit. Because
4: <laughs> it
3: sounds like it, right? Well, um, I, I don't think I'm being salacious. And this is pretty open um the grifters liked lsd a lot oh okay <laughs> oh they were so, tripping balls so and it's not your you know sunshine and rainbows type of thing this is <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah more
2: like those uh yeah. 70s oh, uh like witchcraft movies with uh, bad trip and uh you know
1: yeah because some of these yeah, I, I mean I, I i get the vibe that they're sort of sort of making some of it up on the spot especially lyrically they're throwing up but they're throwing out great lines like in here they say so so b- blow a kiss now a taste of blood comes first. <laughs> right, with great lines. Um, and there's and great lines, blood. and there's also a lot of great melodies coming through and, and that's what sets it apart even though it sounds real noisy as you listen to the record a couple of times i realize man a lot of this is like really good really melodic you know a uh, modern band that that actually uh, that's popular now that this reminded me of uh, spoon the band spoon yeah because oh, sure. they also yeah. have a very uh, sort of loose thrown off quality although it may be a little more contrived than this is because this yeah, is this definitely is, not yeah, contrived yeah. yeah well you talk about um
3: the importance of bridges all the time on the show. And, yes. and the one thing, the one thing that I always want to emphasize is not singing so much as phrasing. If you can turn a phrase, you've got me every time. Ah, I, mean, right, I don't care right. how good, how good you sing it. But if you can turn a phrase, yes. and just the phrase. One thing I never know now is how to get things right. I mean,
1: yeah, that's this right.
3: record. That's this record in, in a nutshell. So, yes. yeah.
1: No, that that's great, and yeah, and I love yeah. uh, I love his. Uh, all right, so basically, we didn't even mention the guys in the band. The main, the two main guys are Slim Slim Taylor, which he's credited Slim Taylor. It's Scott Taylor, uh, who Scott he sings Taylor, yeah. Uh, yeah vocals, guitars, and then Diamond Dave uh, Shouse. Is it Shouse? Uh, Dave, Dave Sh- Yeah, Dave, Dave Shouse, Shouse. Who was Scott Taylor. originally the the drummer, right? And then he switched to uh, a guitar and vocals. So, yeah. Uh, so they were they were in a band called a band called Bud
3: uh, with with Trip, the bass player Scott, and Dave. Uh, and then they took Grifters as their name um, and, and got a drummer named Stan Gallimore. Um, but they all came, they were all in other bands too prior to this uh, as well. So um, none as, you know, renowned as the Grifters, but um, right. yeah, that's, that's how, that's how they formed. Uh, right. Yeah. And, and Trip is, I will say, you know, Trip is an extremely important part of this band. Trip in terms of Lampkins, impact. which he's
1: credited as Trip yeah. Lampshade on the record. <laughs>
3: His bass playing You know A lot of it is Done Improvised up on the spot Yeah but it's great It's really great It's lot. sort of like and It's
1: sort of like Holds everything t- Together a lot And he yeah. comes up With these really Inventive uh yeah. In, inventive parts and then uh, Stank Gallimore, uh, Stanley Gallimore, <laughs> they call him Stank Gallimore, is the drummer. And just great. They they just have a, a way, which is very stonesy, of just sounding super loose and uh, thrown off, but, but just rocking out like yeah. perfectly. which yeah, is, yeah. Which is really an art form because it's like either, either it works or it doesn't. And if it doesn't work, Correct. it's unlistenable. But uh, this is definitely not that.
2: Yeah, they could have, they could have made it a slick record if they wanted that's the thing they could have you
1: go, oh, these guys could have made something. Some producer could have said, well, I'm going to clean these guys up and then that's you know right. take away their LSD and well, yeah, <laughs> and sometimes the producer
2: supplies more drugs and that's, that's how true. they get what that's they want.
1: Um, all right, so speaking of the barely in tune gu- gu- uh, guitars, uh, let's listen to this next song here, which is called "Shark." I like different things. I don't like diamond rings, and it's just a little thing, but I'll take you. (laughs) And I
3: said, All right. Yeah. Um, So this is a Scott song. Um, You know, this is Slave by the Stones. Oh yeah, oh, yeah, that's funny. yes,
1: and and we we did that record. That was the Stones yeah, record that we did. Yes, yeah, yes, that's
3: right. Yeah, you, wow. can, you can almost a, a be the bass lines. You know, and <laughs> really, they match. They, they match up. It's crazy. Wow,
1: wow, that's um, cool. And, like
3: it, and, and, and this song is messy, but I love it because it. You know, to me, I, I've always thought of the the woman he's describing in this song as this fantasy. this just you know he's got this fantasy about not being in a committed relationship, so he he wants some. Girl who just wants to go home and have wild sex. and right. She doesn't want diamond rings. Right. So I was confused.
1: Who, who's the shark? Like, who's yeah. the shark in this song? Is he? Is the guy the shark or is the girl the shark? Yeah. No
3: idea. Oh. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Whichever you like.
1: Right. Right. Uh, yeah. But the yeah. the the drums and the bass. What I what I love is they just sort of grab onto a groove and they pummel it. And they do that a lot in here yeah. where they just sort of, yeah. they dig in and pummel it. And, it, and it's yeah. great. It's really great. The,
3: ba- the bass line uh, right around the two minute mark, just before the two minute mark, is one of the classic bass lines on this record. It's Trips, one of Trip's best. It's really really good.
1: Yeah, right. yeah. And there's just some great uh, drunken jamming, I call it. <laughs> yeah, But, <laughs> but it's great. They, but they have it's a great. way
2: of weaving these things together that they are, do. Um, yeah, they do. are very um, non- like they're br- kind of brave the way they do stuff that they, they'll they'll just say oh i think somebody played this part well let's let's try that in there yeah yeah and they just uh, well
4: uh,
3: this the, the, you, well you guys know a lot more about you know putting songs together and writing songs collaboratively yeah, sh- than yeah, i sh- do sure we do but but i think you know just, <laughs> just from reading the things i've read about this record and how it's been put together that you're right on the money i mean it you know these guys just there's a part some guys brings in you know two verses or maybe just a chorus and everybody kind of just comes together and, and does a thing. Yeah. And, and uh, Scott uh, reportedly was really generous in terms of his songs, letting guys just kind of write all over his his stuff. So, oh, okay, that's right. cool. Yeah. And there's definitely, definitely th- yeah, there's thing.
1: definitely not a lot of overthinking on here. No, <laughs> uh, this record sounds like it was
2: done. You know, cup, you know, they would.
1: Sounds like a few takes, and or some, maybe in some songs just one the first take. take. Yeah, or, um, yeah. So, so speaking first of first takes, the best take. Yeah, well, uh, for sure. Lo-Fi. The, now this next one, this is where a lot of the, the which this actually song reminded me of what you would think the replacements like a totally drunk replacements yeah. rehearsal might sound like, and let's listen yeah, to a little yeah. bit of Teenage yeah, Jesus. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, that's a bass player uh, singing there, Lampkins, and uh, yeah, they're just going for it there. I mean, yeah, yeah. This, I, you go ahead, go ahead. Sorry, this, no, this
3: is a hundred percent trip song. I think he did this almost entirely right, um, by himself, or maybe with he and Stan on a four track and it's just, you know, layered guitar <laughs> over, over guitar over guitar over guitar but over it's guitar. So,
1: But it's noisy but there's a certain ragged brilliance there, to it all. Yeah, there like is. On yeah. second or third Which makes listen, you, really you get,
2: got it. You don't, re- okay, so I had thought of um, a band that I was, I had, that they reminded me of or I thought they reminded me of which was the band from the 80s, Pussy Galore. And, oh,
3: yeah, for sure.
2: Yeah, but you go back and listen to a Pussy Galore record and it's a lot less Overtly enjoyable than the Grifters record.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Well, I know what you it's mean. It's much more like uh, some of that mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah, it's, it's like cool. A, you know, it's cool, but you don't want to listen to it again.
3: Uh, <laughs> well, agreed. They, yeah. they definitely heard a lot of that stuff, and I mean, you know, obviously, Teenage Jesus is a reference to you know, Teenage Jesus and the Jerks. So right, right, right.
2: right. Yes. The contortions, James you know, White. Yeah, sure.
3: I think they're you know, they're, you're filtering that. You're hearing that pussy galore. Uh, you know. John Spencer, yeah, 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 yeah. I exactly. heard some of that too. Through a southern, through a much more like genuine southern filter, correct. Right. Instead of someone yeah, who's trying
2: right.
1: to sound southern. They're from Memphis. Right. I mean, uh, yeah. All right, so this next one actually they changed. I appreciate also that they change gears a lot on this record. It's definitely not all samey. So they definitely changed gears right. on this next one, uh, and this one's called Side. <laughs>
2: is what does he say? Fish can't whistle. Neither can. Yeah, What's he
4: saying,
3: Chris? <laughs> neither can I. Fish can't whistle. Neither can I. I nobody knows. Like <laughs> that's just something that came off the top of his head. I think uh, a lot honestly, of this yeah. stuff.
1: Yeah, I, I get the vibe of that, but it's still. But, but yeah, a lot of it's great. And yeah, something about this. Uh, the, some of these songs, I just, I, they, they kind of get under your skin. It's a little. It's very cool. It's very and, cool. Yeah, there's I like, yeah, I actually
2: so wish I had I more to time little- to spend with this record. But you know, as as our, as, as as what happens with our show. The um, yeah. not to use a trite reference, but the train keeps rolling all night long. All night long. <laughs> oh, the next,
3: yeah. Well, I forgot to mention on the last song, Teenage Jesus. So you know, if this if this record is a is a acid trip, if you will, you, okay. you just it just kicked in on Teenage Jesus, and now uh, you're right, feeling, right. Now you're, now right. you're feeling the effects on uh, yeah, this. So yeah. yes. the bass the baseline has this uh, seasick quality to yes. it, mm-hmm. which is purposeful, mm-hmm. and it's mm-hmm. like I don't know I don't know what that harmonic. Sort of thing is, I mean, I don't even know how to describe the guitar that kind of comes in and out. It's Um, just,
2: it's, they're just, they're mixing in some very cool guitar parts and very um, interesting textures. And it's the lo fi. Aspect makes it more interesting because you're right. you having to listen into the music it's not all just given to you like oh, here's on a beautiful pretty platter
1: yeah it you, makes it a little more challenging a little more challenging which sometimes makes it rewarding more for, rewarding. for sure yeah all right but that's yeah. that's a good uh that's a good reference we're going to take let's take a little break now, me and Barry instead of another drink, Barry, maybe do you have any acid? maybe we'll, we'll drop some acid you know, for the second there, half.
2: the way I get, get there. there we eat our you know I guess there, right. the, get one of your neighbors.
1: Ch- Check the freezer. All right. Check yeah, we map. will. All, All right. right. We so, we're any, gonna so we're going to take a little break. Just so we're clear, to uh, the federal
2: <laughs> law enforcement authorities, there is no LSD on the premises, nor has there ever been.
1: No, no, no. We're talking uh grifters here with Chris White, and uh we will be back in a minute uh with some more of Chris R- White and the Grifters. We'll be back in a minute. <laughs>
0: Is This Tomorrow.com Is This Tomorrow.com Is This Tomorrow.com Is This Tomorrow is not a remake of that cult classic Gilligan's Island Gone Wild with hard-coded Romanian subtitles found briefly on various torrent sites in October 2013. Is This Tomorrow is not a manual for the production of Waragi Ugandan gin using bananas stolen from the back of a truck Park behind President's supermarket on Federal Highway, Is This Tomorrow, is not a 1971 Dodge Charger, Is This Tomorrow, is a weekly webcomic, designed and produced by Kelly Shane, and Woody Compton, Is This Tomorrow, pokes fun at the rise of fascism in the United States, ha, 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 uh-huh. is this tomorrow? Will not make you feel better, but it will also not make you feel better. Available at isthistomorrow.com is this is this
3: remember how we met?
2: Was it at a show? Was it in Tampa? No. Was it, was it in the Butthole Surfer we show in t- Clearwater? It was in Tallahassee. <laughs> it was in
3: Tallahassee. Okay. No, But we were at that show together.
2: Yes. That Wait, ever, which one? Oh, ever, the Butthole but, Surfer's uh, the, the Clearwater. The yeah. infamous Clearwater show. The greatest 10 minutes of music ever performed.
1: <laughs> 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 That's right. You had Ruined
2: about by that. Nazi skinheads.
1: Those goddamn Nazi skinheads. They
3: No, yeah. so, so, we met in the... We met at the quad at uh, at Florida State. You were—I don't know if you were selling stuff or you were just watching a, a stall for somebody. Were you selling stuff, Barry? <laughs> I, I was probably
2: watching a stall for somebody because uh, I had, okay. you know. Yeah,
3: what would you be selling? Would, okay. Okay, no, <laughs> right? Yeah. I would, I would, yeah, they would have this little like uh yeah, sure. bazaar on Thursdays, and you and you were always there. So that's so I, where I uh, yeah.
2: Was, I, Susan, your was homemade jam. Yeah, no, <laughs> nobody was going to eat anything. I, you know, it was because um, we played there one time. And that's where Susan and Ron Berman came and saw me play with a band called Giant Lady, which was just a one-off. It was me and Billy Taylor and Lee Fulmar. And um, we did just made a bunch of racket and were just screwing around, basically, you know, as it's as fun to do. And they they thought it was hilarious. So it was very shortly thereafter that Susan and I started dating and yeah,
3: then, I met you and Susan on the same day.
2: Maybe. So maybe that's that what, maybe that infamous day. So, um, what else was going on that day? What did we talk about? Was I an asshole? Because I, it's very possible I could have been an asshole.
3: No, no, not no, not at all. I mean, okay, you were uh, not at all. Uh, we, <laughs> no, you you were you were cool. We <laughs> okay, talked okay, about. Good. Okay. I, I'm sure we talked about music. I mean, I'm sure you know, we you did. Were, yeah, and um and. I, I knew Tom Lewis because I was working at the radio
2: station. Uh, right, and I had been in the radio station, but had been banned from the radio station for doing inappropriate, yeah. shocking promos. I,
1: I refuse to believe that. Yeah. Wait, so what's say was, was this? A college station, or was yeah, it
2: just Yes, yeah. which was actually we were involved in turning it from an AOR rock station into an alternative yeah. station. Why would a
1: college right. station make it a regular rock? Why would they do that? What kind of uh, I'll, t- I'll, I'll tell you why, why, Rob. I'll tell you why. Go ahead. Because
3: <laughs> at the time there was no rock station in Tallahassee. Oh, there
1: was literally no. Oh, so they rock station. figured we'll be the rock station. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, that yeah, yeah. that actually makes a little sense, I guess. But I mean, you know, that's so, that's the job of a college station is you of course know, it is. But within
3: three, within six months of them going on the air, there was a huge hundred thousand watt or fifty thousand watt, whatever, classic rock. Right. Station. Oh, of course. There you go. Yeah. Okay.
2: Now, Chris also would remember our the most famous. Uh, per, On air personality ever at WVFS. You know who that is. Who was it? Chris. You want to? Do you know who I'm talking about?
3: That could be a lot of people. actually. Was it uh, no, the guy that just was, died? The no, racist
2: no, no. guy. It was. No? It was oh <laughs> it was the, Ma- the metal Pam, of Maiden? Maiden. Pam, Pam Smart, the Maiden of Pam Metal, cool. who was the woman who a documentary was made about her who she hired... A movie was made about her. movie was made about her. Really? Which, yeah, Hollywood she movie. Yeah, um, Hollywood movie. She hired uh,
3: two teenage boys to kill her husband.
1: Oh, that that's her?
3: Yeah. yeah oh, I remember that battle. movie. Was, yeah. She hated yeah, she our, was the host of the metal the metal show on Wednesday night.
1: Nice. Yeah. Well, and hey, give her credit for. Uh, no, living she hated it, our guts. You know, you
3: know she <laughs> hated our guts
2: because we were punk into punk and into alternative music. And give
1: her credit for walking the walk and talking the talk. Man. She <laughs> did.
2: She's in federal prison for the rest of her life. Just so we're clear, wow. she will never set foot outside a federal uh, penitentiary. Right. And
1: thankfully, we are not. We are here. We're back
2: yet. Yet. This
1: is that record got me. There's high. still time. <laughs> all right, we're here talking to
2: the authorities are closing in.
1: Our friend uh Chris White in niceville oh now you're a friend so yeah, yeah. you're yeah. My friend. I love it I love've love I've been
3: I've been promoted
1: yeah Chris White uh talking about grifters, one sock missing, and uh we're up to song number six just so now. you're
2: clear Chris the the drinks are pretty strong tonight, so they are they are yeah, oh, like, yeah. I love everyone
1: I'm right, right there now. with you all right so <laughs> song number six on this record is just called number one mm. Obviously, a big Guided by Voices vibe on this one. This sounds like something that could be on one of those su- suitcase ones, right? The suitcase. Yeah, ones. but sure. it
2: also harkens back to the Paisley Underground, L.A. early '80s. Uh, the um, what they called the uh, the Salvation Army and uh, the Rain Parade and okay. those bands who had that psychedelic vibe, right? Right. And, uh, but without the um, the hippie accoutrements, you know.
3: Right. Well, uh, I mean, you know what I'm going to say next. I mean, this is you're fully you're fully. Yeah. So your
2: your take is this record is you're you're dropping a tab of acid and it's it's soup to nuts.
3: And, And I thought of that basically. Between you calling me the first time and and you picking and you calling me the second time, so we've got to go in through this here. I so agree. I stay I'm
2: with you. it. I'm I'm totally. I wait with for you.
3: hours. Stay awake for days on end. What it's like to be. What it's like to feel love. That's uh, that's the only lyrics I can pick out in this song. <laughs> yeah. So the other the other uh, there's two other. Through themes through this record, one of them is sleep or the lack of sleep. Uh, okay. deprivation. Sleep
2: deprivation, okay, yes.
3: And it's all through, the, especially the last half of this record. And the other one is when they refer to a character, they're, they're almost always women in the song. They're, all the records are right, she right, did right. this or her. Or, uh, yes. okay. So it's interesting. Right. That, you know, so they're, they're a little obsessed with that
1: as well. Right. As are most bands and musicians, uh, male musicians. Yes. I mean, that's just a, well, a rock and roll trope. Nothing, there's nothing wrong with that. No, there's not. Yeah. Uh, all Rob, right.
2: Rob is not a love song person, but not I don't know that these are usual. love songs necessarily. God, now Who
1: knows? No, definitely not. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So now we go into from that. Into this is some, an
3: artificial love song.
1: From uh, LSD Psychedelia to some drunken blues, I guess I would yeah, call this next sure. one. Let's just do a little bit of Tupelo Moon. Moon, yeah. Oh, Moon. Hello, moon. Hey, I'm drinking a lot. tell me he was singing anything here and i would believe you you could say anything
3: okay here's what i got here's what i got so i, I i'm not swearing these are the <laughs> these are the lyrics but here's what i'm gonna here's what i'm gonna say so i see my face morph into this piece of timber then form a ghost and spit me out oh. outside my window and this weight i carry stains me Long as we're drinking, ain't never gonna raise me. So wow. I said, please, please don't shiver my soul. Now.
2: Wow,
1: that's good. You know, that's good. I am
2: actually bummed that I only found out about this record now because this is a really great album. It is. It's it is. there's some really cool things on here, and they and it,
1: and, and, and it rocks really hard. It does. This that's a, that's rocks a really
2: hard. That's a that's as close to the Rolling Stones as anything that was ever recorded. Except for the drumming is like Mo Tucker. So
3: it's more like a... Yeah. Um, well, well, Velvets, it's
1: kind like Vel- of like Velvet I said Velvets it's again. like a Velvet sure, Stone's like, mishmash yeah, I mean, in agree. a way. Sure, well, yeah. I'm
3: gonna, Barry, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hook you in on this. So the next verse you should listen to again because he goes full beef heart in that verse. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. All right. I will. And, and that's kind of what the song it has a lot of beef heart in it. <laughs> um, and there's these stream of consciousness lyrics if your that kind of uh, get mixed in. <laughs>
1: If your daughter's listening, Adele, she, yeah. she's out well, now, Barry. She just
3: switched it off, yeah. <laughs> yeah, well,
2: Captain Beefheart, Don Van Vliet, has a song called I Feel Like Acid." Cid, A-H-C-I-D, sure. from his album called Strictly Personal. And he said, uh, one of the lines is... Uh, Post Like Postman came, I, and I licked a stamp and, you know, took a little walk and all that good stuff. So he's a, <laughs> he was intimately Don Van Vliet. People think Captain Beefheart was like, oh, he talked about drugs. Like, oh, no. Don Van Vliet in, his, in the 60s did a huge amount of LSD, which is how he ended up being Captain Beefheart.
1: Mm, makes sense. Uh, all he right. created that character. <laughs> yeah.
2: Well, uh, yeah, I think the character existed before that, but who we think of okay. as, like, the crazy artist Captain Beefheart. <laughs> there was a lot of um lysergic acid
1: in and as that we, as we learned a couple of episodes back Barry uh, tortured his kids playing uh, of course. on the way to school alright yeah, right, so this next one uh, I, this next one <laughs> as good a one minute twenty second song as you're gonna hear with some with some violin some pretty violin in this one too yep. and no drums sure. let's listen to a little bit of Wonder
4: hey did you get the name of that truck it's a-
1: That's, That's a John
2: Cale violin. You just, the oh, the okay, 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 oh, yeah, saying For yeah, sure. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Definitely John Cale. Yeah, the
3: violin is uh, by a guy named Greg Easterly, who was a buddy of theirs and a uh, local band at the time called the Compulsive Gamblers.
2: <laughs> uh, <laughs> Drifters, he played, he played, Compulsive Gamblers.
3: I have both of those in my family, violin, by the way. <laughs> so another I Can't, another can't Sleep song It says, you know, hey, did you get the name of that truck that just ran me down? Oh, I wonder what I found. Can't sleep at night
1: at oh, all. At oh, I all. wonder what right, I right, wrong. Right, 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 right. Yeah. Okay. So instead of sleeping, they're making this record, I guess.
2: Basically, yeah. Sleep deprivation when you're young can do some cool stuff for you. It can. When you can. When, just... when you're old, it's just annoying <laughs> as fuck. Yeah, no kidding.
1: <laughs> we we uh, go to oh, our doctor yeah. and ask for drugs. Yeah. <laughs> I just want to sleep. All right, so uh, more shades of Pollard, uh, GBV for sure in this next song. Let's listen to a little bit of Corolla Hoist. She's so untrue. I, I, Chris, do you have any, I have
3: no idea what the song, uh, Corolla yeah, Hoist? Yeah, well, let us say, this song, uh, Corolla, Corolla Hoist, as well as or they're the, they're the two songs on here that sort of end up being the blueprint for their r- later records, uh, so, you know, that sort of, a lot more space, yeah. sort of these, you know, these lyrics that are personal, but they're not totally direct either. Yeah, no, um, no, definitely and, not. Well, a Corolla, and, you know, I
2: mean, blues, uh, you know, a Corolla was a, 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 a Toyota, a model of Toyota car. That
1: um, My first car was a, a brown I, Toyota Corolla. <laughs> we owned one, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, reliable, very reliable car. So, cars. Uh,
3: so th- this, you know, this song is uh, fits into the theme of being stuck. I mean, uh, she's so undressed, can't ride herself, afraid to like Southern Limbs, because Southern Limbs are falling fast. And then he goes on to say, Shout scream, my windshield down, deep in Georgia mud, I hear her scream. And it's just frustration. It's about, you know, being stuck, really. I mean, that's, that's be like, a little, right. right. of, little, bit, of, little okay, bit of a little bit maybe a
2: little gothic horror going on there as well. She's, you know, <laughs> can't write herself. Um, she's so undressed, you know, out there in the woods in the uh, little bit of uh, um, what's his name? Feast of snakes, Harry Cruz that kind of crazy sure. Southern
1: man. So you really listen to this record, Chris, you, I mean, you, uh, now let me ask you, did you play this record on the radio? You play, what songs did you play from and Do you remember? Uh, well, I mean, blast of static. I mean,
3: you, you gotta, yeah, uh, when that's what I heard that song, I mean, that hit me like teen spirit. I mean, yeah, right, yeah. That's right, a right. song. That to you know to me you know moved pro- the progressed music forward. <laughs> I mean,
2: right, That right. song
3: just you know to this day I still get chills when I hear it. So it's great. Um, it's it funny is. you mentioned Harry Cruz uh, Barry because in, in earlier notes that I that I uh, I miss you know I said they're you know they're a, a, a southern dark heavy southern thing like you know Faulkner or Cruz or Flannery exactly. O'Connor that, yep. that that kind of thing. That's you know they're not southern like you know hillbilly or southern no. like Leonard no. Skinner. I mean they're southern no. like yeah. yeah, nothing wrong with that. I'm just saying, you know, no, that's, no I understand. Well, that's that's
1: a, if if you had played this record and, and had me guess where this band was from, I would never say Memphis. I would never guess that. Right. Also, I read that uh, Jeff Buckley was a, was big, a big fan, fan. Yeah. big fan of them, supporter. Yeah, no, yes, yeah, yeah. Jeff looked up to
3: Dave. Uh, well, you know, first of all, Dave is like ten years older than all, all the guys in this band, you know, or, or close to a decade older. Oh, so okay. he was sort of an elder. Statesman, and he'd been a, in, in kicking around the bands in Memphis for quite a while and finally just said he'd had enough of that and found these young guys and wanted to just make a racket and play oh, and whatever, okay, whatever nice, the hell he nice. wanted to play. Yeah,
1: that makes and, sense. Um,
3: and, you know, and that, you know, that's what came out of this. Um, so, uh, you know, so Buckley, yeah, Jeff was definitely kind of in awe of Dave's thing. He, you know, he has this charisma. He's a very charismatic guy. Right. Um, you know, and really influenced. And and supposedly the second record, the second Jeff Buckley record was like heavily influenced by the grifters.
1: Uh, Oh, okay. okay. Well, Well, we, we, we we did that record. Yeah. And it was, uh, it was like all over the place. Yeah, Yeah, it is. But definitely. uh, Well, it was Jeff Buckley.
2: We figured out, you know, it was Jeff Buckley trying to figure out who Jeff Buckley was going to be.
1: Right. 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 Yeah, definitely. Right. And uh, unfortunately he didn't get to find that out. Uh, All right. So this next song is, uh, is an, is an epic. I think this is kind of like the epic of the record to me. Uh, this one is called Encrusted. <laughs> Yeah. song just explodes it yeah parts. it got really really loud and it implode at the end it just sort of with some of the a lot of their songs on this record they sort of implode into themselves at the yeah. end of them uh it's it's it, there's some great lines in this uh he said at one point he says i don't know if you see me or not i don't see if if, if you, you know, know me or not. or not yeah yeah yeah.
3: yeah. yeah that's yeah. great
1: yeah and, uh,
3: yeah the um this is another can't sleep song, so, you, so the, the, ah, you know, the repeated okay, line okay. is, I, I can't sleep with my eyes closed. Right, right, right. So if, you, so if you've ever taken LSD and tried to close your eyes and go to sleep, and you're still in the throes of it, you can't. Like, it, you see things. Ah. So if basically thinking, saying, you know, and this is this is one of those drug paranoia songs, uh, right. you know, lots of insecurity, lots of paranoia, which Obviously, it's heightened by certain drugs as well. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, um, you know, if you're not, you know, if you're doing it with somebody you're not 100% sure about, ooh, you, it will ooh, freak you yeah, out. Right. Right. Because yeah, so. then, you know, that's could, what I get from this song.
1: Right. Uh, yeah. It's awesome. And then we get now with the next song, we get in uh, kind of a gothic feel to me. This next one has got some, uh, with the reverb and the descending riff, definitely takes a little uh, left turn for me. This is called The Casual Years. Yeah. What are the casual years?
3: Yeah, the the, the, um, the title doesn't really do anything to you know to indicate what the song is about. I mean, compared, compared to the lyrics. I, I will I will say we've got a yet another sleep song. It says yes, uh, yeah, yeah, lo- yeah.
1: That's the vibe. I saw yet, what you're yeah.
3: thinking. You were told not to blink, and your eyes go to sleep. And you open. Slow down. Slow down. Slow down. And Great. slow down. The the last line of "bummer," the first song. Um, he you know he's saying she's down, and then the last line he switches it to slow down. So it's kind of a hark back to that. Yeah. Uh, a little bit circle, circles back on that.
2: So th- this person has insomnia and they've taken LSD and then they try to, and then they go to sleep. They attempt to sleep <laughs> and they're having, they attempt to sleep. And all these things, they're documenting their um, progress through this um, psychedelic experience.
3: And I don't know if they have insomnia or they just, the drugs don't let you sleep. I'm
2: going to say if you add but, we, but if you add just uh, the 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 fact that sleep comes up over and over again means that, that, that as a theme, you know, over it seems like perhaps there's m- more more to this not sleeping than just oh I took some drugs and can't sleep. It's more like there's a, you know, there's people that really can't sleep and it really right, affects right.
1: their lives. Uh, but there's a there's a whole absurdist thing going on in this record too right I mean as far as just the the title of it One One Sock Missing and the cover (laughs) and uh, some of the lyrics definitely they're they're embracing uh, yeah well One Sock
2: Missing just seems like you know think about like if there's like you know, like a kid, you know, if a kid is around and they are like the kid comes over to play and they've got they're only wearing one sock. It kind of says a lot of stuff <laughs> yeah. or, if, you know, a, a girl, a little girl's got a doll and it's, you know, it's only got one sock. Right, so right. there's a certain brokenness there.
1: All right. So, yeah. Oh, yeah.
2: Perfect. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah.
1: And now we get to this next song, which I have no I don't know saying it's called. I don't know. What is a saying? But let's listen to a little bit of sane. saying Sane. So the lyrics, to me, very Paul Westerberg-ish. Uh, oh, yeah. Let me buy you a beer. My credit's still good here. <laughs> and we can talk for hours. Can I bum a cigarette to help me to forget why I quit smoking?
3: <laughs> yeah. But there's- Well, they were big Replacements fans. And, and, and live, they were legendarily compared to to the replacements I could see that I see that. They were they, they could be amazing. I never I mean I never saw a single disappointing Drifter show and I've seen a dozen
1: of them. Oh really? Have you? Oh I was but wondering that di- cuz I would love to have seen them live. Like too. if I knew about them then I would have yeah, definitely gone to see them live. Yeah. Yeah, they're 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 definitely
3: could be not all together there during any right. particular night. <laughs> but they were always entertaining and always much like they were the, uh, re- uh, the
1: replacement same at same thing. Right, sure. Exactly.
3: Yeah. 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 In fact, Susan, yeah, my right. wife, uh, hey. who
2: hasn't been mentioned in a few episodes, maybe a lot of episodes. I
3: mentioned her earlier. That's yeah.
2: true. She yeah. came up, and but she actually saw the uh, legendary replacement show at uh, Kent's Lounge in Tallahassee. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And she was totally blown away. She was, you know, she saw one of the good ones.
3: So, Bear, I'm surprised you don't know what sane is. Well, I thought it yeah, was maybe
2: saying like S A Y I N, but maybe I, I'm wrong. What, what is sane? No,
3: it's a. It's uh, to make
2: the sign of the cross on oneself. Oh, well, see, I, I grew up Southern Baptist, honey, so we it's didn't do none of that stuff. To no, bless, not or,
1: Catholic, or to make not
3: the Catholic. Or to bless.
2: Oh, okay. Oh. <laughs> so sign it. it's the, so that's what you call it when you're making the sign of the cross. It's S A I N. yeah. Is it, right. is it an acronym?
1: No. <laughs> I don't think they were big into the acronyms, were they? Well,
2: uh, they didn't—they didn't come up with it. They got it from somewhere else.
1: Oh no, I'm saying the Catholic Church. They didn't use. <laughs> are, acronyms, they are they not? I don't really? think so. Okay. The airline industry uses acronyms a lot. <laughs>
3: I mean, there's a couple definitions, but that's the one I've—I've I've known. Okay. I mean, well, do you think these guys yeah. have a, have a
2: Catholic block, just like you know, the um, <laughs> Thurston Moore and uh, yeah,
3: po- yeah,
1: maybe because
2: there is a bit of there's a bit of. Um, evil era sonic youth in the sound of this record too that reverb yes, yes yeah we didn't mention
1: sonic youth yet but, but definitely yeah the sound of they were just, big fans for sure yeah okay yeah all right so i imagine this next song uh, a little b- psychedelic vibe but i imagine there was some uh, passing out going on uh in mm-hmm. the making of this record and this is called uh, just passing out Just keep from passing out. Maybe I could figure it out. <laughs>
4: <laughs> yeah, yeah.
3: Life, what the meaning of life, right? If I could just keep from passing out, it's right there, it's right there. Right, right. I'm, so, right. I'm very close.
1: Uh, right, but by the end of the song, you realize it's pretty clear that he he couldn't keep from passing out.
3: No, <laughs> no. They're they're definitely approximating the chaos of this experience. Yes, I yes, mean, not, yes, yeah. At the end, with it, the, with the. I don't know the reverb drums or the whatever the echoey um, drum thing. Right, you know, right. But the delay, the delay on the drums, it's cra- You know, it goes crazy.
1: Yeah, um, yeah, and yeah. and, uh, and, and uh, yeah. This,
3: and a lot of this, a lot of this, what this song is about is a is about giving let letting go, just letting go. Okay, right,
1: right, right. You, know,
2: you gotta, you gotta. So there was a famous record by uh, Country Joe and the Fish called I think it's called uh, Electric Music for Your Mind or something like that. It was there. And they um, they made it, they intended it to be, uh, as this record perhaps is, as an accompaniment to an LSD experience. And it was supposed to give you a really totally positive LSD experience. You listen to it, it's the creepiest fucking thing you've ever right? heard in your life. And you're like, oh my God, I'm not on LSD and this is creeping me out. So I'm sure that people just do it were like...
1: Yeah. I haven't. I've heard about a lot of people's LSD experiences. I haven't heard about too many positive ones. No,
2: I, I you, I've had people ones.
1: just tell me that's like it was. You know, just, nah, it didn't. end I never well. did it, but you know, no, it didn't. End I'm well. sure we could have
2: an LSD roundup here at oh. uh, that record. In case,
1: high. in case Chris got a young kid, in case his kids listening, let's say They're Chris, Chris never did it either.
3: You're not going to listen to this. No. Okay.
1: <laughs> <laughs> right. All right, so the <laughs> not album, our target like demographic. 18. Yeah. So no. the yeah. album ends with a kind of of a tender closing song, I think. Yeah. Uh, Oh,
3: you think it's tender? That's okay. That's interesting. That that means you're wrong.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. Let's listen to a little bit of I Rise. All right. So for me, this song is finally—they were finally able to fall asleep right. after the after the you know LSD induced drunken night blackout drunk, and then they're waking, and then this is They'll, just the arising right. the next morning, right? Yep. Right. Probably with a horrible hangover.
2: Right. They gotta make their so, way to the Dunkin' Donuts.
3: <laughs> so, so my my five word description of the song. Okay. Post acid trip boner song. Oh,
1: oh okay, I okay. arise.
3: Oh, there he is.
2: Yeah, oh, there's, okay. a, there's so, my
1: friend. That was a little secret sauce that was missing. <laughs> yeah. So, so as,
3: as you know, as well as being you know really interesting cool musicians and really fun guys and really nice guys these are guys who are very generous always incredibly excited to meet fans and
1: okay that's nice to hear that's, that's good it's to always nice
3: surprised when they get to a place and like they had people there you know they were generally you know grateful for all that they were really funny extremely uh, funny right that well and, there. Uh, and I, this is this song is is a funny like. Okay, we're gonna put this song on the
1: end of it. Oh, okay, okay. okay. So it's not no, uh, maybe I mean, not so totally tender. <laughs> I could totally be wrong. Yeah, you're but... probably. I have a feeling you're probably right, Chris. You, you you spent more time with this record than either me or Barry did, so you're probably yeah. right. Yeah.
2: Uh, um, I, I will revisit this record for sure. This is a really great, awesome. record. It is,
1: and it definitely has returning. Uh, you know, you listen to it first, you go, "Wow, it's like really out noisy. there, noisy." Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's like it definitely has a, so much going on, and gems, it's really jewels great. hidden yeah. in there, and the, all the hidden melodies and uh, stuff, which great, is yeah. got by My Voices a lot. Like, yeah. there's a little. Yeah, but when, a, when did Guided by Voices start? When did, the, when did he? In the eighties, like the mid eighties. Oh, right? okay. So they've yeah. been around a long time. Okay, yeah, they have. Uh, but a they, I, I, don't, don't, no, I don't need their, like, no more. I don't something. need any hate
2: mail from the Guided by Voices people, just because I'm not aware of when they <laughs> started. He's
1: not aware. That's all. Yeah. No. But he's uh, he's fine. He's fine.
3: <laughs> you see, he has to tell. He has to tell him. Are you he's a fan? Fine.
1: Are you a fan, Chris? Are you a Guided by Voices fan? I figured. Well,
3: well that's an interesting story. Yeah, I, I'm a big fan, but I, I, I came later. I came later, you know, funnily enough, I mean, we, you know, you rely on all the records you get serviced at a radio station. So in the 90s, we never, I mean, I never even heard of God by Voices. Oh, really? We never got any of their their records. Right. Um, And even at the record store I worked at, Vital Fever, we never got any of their records.
1: Yeah, yeah. So, well they were I mean, they were really, really underground for years. Like in the eighties they put out their records and no one gave a shit about yeah. them at all. Yeah. Even even where they were from, even in Dayton, Ohio, no one gave a shit yeah. about them. That's why they never but, even played. They never played live because no one cared. Wa- no one but nobody cared. cared. Yeah. Well for whatever reason I got this
3: Grifters record. You know, it's it's a strange thing way right. that works, you know. And and then, you know, shortly after that, you know, I left Tallahassee in ninety in ninety three, same, same year same this record, and you know, got by voices were everywhere so right, yeah, right, no, right. A huge
1: fan. yeah yeah all right cool cool um, I'm right. also a
3: huge Pavement fan, which I know uh, you know irks you. So
1: uh, it doesn't irk <laughs> me that much. You know what? <laughs> I still much. I still feel like something like this. is... Steve, Stephen Malcolmus, we would
2: love to have you come on the show.
1: No, I'm sure he's a great guy. I'm I'm a Stephen Malcolmus fan. I just feel like something like this is more authentic sounding to me in sounding so shambolic and thrown mm-hmm. off. Whereas Pavement, sometimes I would get the vibe that it was all a little more contrived like you know like it was like they were trying hard to sound like they didn't give a shit and they were just it was all just thrown off whereas it, it, it's, this it, it's it a lot like of work deal. trying
3: to sound like you don't give a shit I it guess is, but, it is. but yeah, for right. something
1: like this I feel like there was this is just them you know yeah. this is just them doing it so. no, yes.
3: well, what you see is what you get with the grifters
1: that's sure. what I get that's the vibe I get well thank you uh, so much yeah, Chris man, that for, was, uh, that was fantastic. for bringing it and yeah, uh, great yeah, record. bringing something to me and Barry which both me and Barry had, totally had heard of them but never uh, and are
2: better for having Heard it and getting introduced. Cool, to it. absolutely well, that's, that's, for
3: sure. That's that's all I would ever ask for. So thanks. That's what
1: this show is all about, Chris. Yeah. yeah.
2: Well, no, if your record sucked, we would definitely have a, a field day too. Right, now, but
1: Chris, I have some interesting <laughs> info for you now because uh, your your appearance on our podcast, you're sandwiched by two people that were both I noticed on your list of your best of 2019 list because <laughs> we just crazy. had Bill <laughs> Bill Orkut as a as a guest the uh, the week before he did. Um, Billy Eilish record, and he was his new record. Uh, Odds against tomorrow was in your best of nineteen, and yep. I also noticed you had the Swerve Driver record. And our next guest is going to be Adam Franklin from Swerve. No way, that's awesome. Yeah, and he's doing the Stranglers, uh the Raven by the Stranglers. Cool. He went th- he went through like five different races. He kept changing it on me, saying, he, no, he I made do a good this. choice. I so, want to do that. Because we
2: love the Stranglers here at that river. Got me high. And he, uh, He's really. also a really nice guy, too.
1: He is a great guy, yes. I've actually yeah. I've met him and he is a great guy, and he and he's excited to be on the show, and we're excited to have him. Our first guest.
3: Overseas, across the pond. Yeah, yes, yeah. we're doing. And, and, uh, both, and
1: both Bill's Bill's
3: record and Adam's record this year were phenomenal. I mean, The, they the new Swerve Driver record, you know, just slayed me. Really, yeah. Great so, Chris, that's, I just wanted to yeah. point
1: out that you're sandwiched between two guests that are both much more. It, important than you say,
2: uh, say it yeah. say it he got say it. It. I was gonna, yeah. <laughs>
1: say it no but you're not but you, but you're just as good a guy as either of them and uh, it was great having you on you it, it really was cast. and
2: yeah and Thank also you, so you should tell you you know you should definitely pick another record and give us that and we'll put you on for uh, uh august of uh, yeah 2020. we're buck though
1: we're buck though we're way we're way 20, out 2023 summer. Uh, no, August <laughs> twenty twenty. Maybe we'll get you in there. We're then. booked <laughs> up
3: through, up we're through very, August.
1: We're very we're very busy. We're very popular. <laughs> All right, I
3: like, I've, I've, I've actually got one already picked out. I'll, we'll look. We'll, we'll send it to me. Okay, okay, send cool. it to me now. we on,
1: once we get off the air, we're gonna find out what goddamn episode you didn't you refused oh, yeah. to listen to. Oh, we'll yeah, find true. out. Okay. I'll, yeah. I'll, yeah.
3: Tell I'll tell you. No, I'll tell you. I'll tell you. Do it. So I never ever ever need to hear anybody, no matter how much I like. Them or trust them or respect their opinion. And talk about Radiohead. Ah, well, I knew. I, I was wow. thinking.
1: I bet it's going to be Radiohead. Uh, good for you. Our first episode. Don't. It was our first it's one. Don't worry record. about. It.
3: I just couldn't bring myself to listen to it. Don't
1: worry about not listening. To That's it. okay. And I, listen,
3: and, I, and I listen to all of the My Chemical Romance rec- <laughs> episodes. So. Wow. Good
2: Con, for you. Condolences for you and your oh, family. Get out of here.
1: <laughs> all right. So thanks. Thanks again, Chris, for being a guest. Uh, Mention our
2: Patreon again.
1: Don't forget. Go to Patreon.com/trgmh oh, forward slash t-r-g-m-h, because i a patron like our patron Ken Greeby, who won uh, Bill Orcutt's record Odds Against Tomorrow and our new uh, patron Bobby Joe thank you so much Be- thank you Bobby become a Joe thank you patron for as little as a dollar a month but if $3 a month you get entered in, in the At giveaways contest, yeah. so you know just saying right. uh, but thanks again next month
2: we got some uh, what do you call it a the little um pasties you put on your nipples
1: well we're gonna have uh, joey Mai is gonna be a guest again so i'm sure we're gonna have to give away one of his goddamn books the book, so that'll yeah, be another the book. About the, yeah all right <laughs> <laughs> so uh thanks again chris uh once you, again chris. that is very guys. that's rob Elbow. we'll see you guys next week we're out
4: i